Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Word Vomit Podcast, a podcast where we give our takes on the world of video games, music, comics, movies, and television. I am your host, Emmanuel. On this episode, my co-host, Randy Kings. Hola. And we're recording from Garage Studios. This podcast is free for your listening pleasure. If you are enjoying the show, hey, make sure you're liking, sharing, and subscribing to it. Randy Kings, what is up? Not much. Uh, I guess the temperature, because it's uh, it's no longer fall or winter. It's now a nice, brisk spring heat in here in Garage Studios. I wouldn't call it a brisk one. It's <laughs> <laughs> not brisk. Oh, no, definitely not brisk. Uh, yeah, a little warm in here. A little warm. Smidge warm, smidge warm. Warmer Sweating over here. Yes. I, I should not have worn a black collared shirt today Yeah, at maybe all. not. I think you just lose the layer, man. You just lost the layer, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to fix that a little bit later on. As you guys noticed... Sean Vander, not on the show. No, he is. Guy is ridiculously bedridden sick. He is very ill, and he let us know, actually, was it earlier this week? And he, he let us like, know on Monday. Yeah, that he was not feeling good. And I'm thinking, oh, he'll be better by then, but nope. apparently it's it's just as bad. Yeah, he said he had like, fever, some vomiting situation, I'm assuming. Hopefully he feels better. Sean Vander, when you listen to this, understand we were thinking about you, buddy. Upset stomach, drink some squirt. That's what I did. Uh, now squirt, I'm... give us money. Squirt, give us money. Is Squirt still around? Yes, it is. Still yes, okay, it is. Yes, it is. They still around. It's actually really good for upset stomach. Okay, good to know. You know, I remember getting sick one day, and before I went to go lay down, I poured a large glass of water and a large glass of Squirt, and I couldn't even drink any of the water. Like I would almost want to spit it out right away. It's just like huh. I was like, but I need to be hydrated. I need to be hydrated. The Squirt. I didn't. Not only did I drink it, I like I suckled it. Like uh-huh. just, I'm not stopping. It, it's going. Uh, it's okay. going. Like, ah <laughs> oh, man, this this is the greatest feeling in the world at this very moment. There you go. Now give us more money, Squirt. Give us more money, Squirt. Man, what a crazy week. Yes. Crazy week. Yes, very much so. Going on in the world. A couple of things that we brought up that we will talk about, and I'm gonna try to get everything on here. Wow. Uh, some things won't have as long. Of a conversation, but no. I feel like it is important to <laughs> mention. We're literally just going to say, this happened. Done. This happened. Like, for instance, we are going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Guardians but of the Galaxy, Volume 2. There's going to be a side note. Actually, I'll just talk about the side note right now. Yeah, let's do that. Let's deal for it. So, did you hear about the guy? I feel like this is like a startup of a joke or something. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy that is suing a girl he went out with? First date. Yes. Uh, when he took her to Guardians of the Galaxy, he is suing her. Yes. For I uh, just rounding up twenty bucks. Yeah, it was twenty dollars because of the cost of the ticket and pizza. Uh, no, it was the cost of the, uh, the just the movie ticket because it was like IMAX. Oh, okay. I, thought, like I remember that. him talking about he was upset because he had taken the time to was it uh, he picked her up, took took her to the movie, and he bought pizza. It's like, or well, I'm assuming they did it before that, but yeah, he <laughs> it was like. She, he's upset because she was texting as she as he claims ten times within the first for twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, that is a long ass time, and even if let's say it wasn't that, the fact that she had her phone out during the movie, come on, man, come on, girl, don't well, do that. Well, in her defense, in her defense, because they yeah. she responded. Yeah, to she it. did. Uh, it, she was actually texting with a friend that was getting over a very nasty breakup. Well, then step out. Don't, well, don't, that's what she did because like, that's what ended up happening. He he called her on it. Yeah, and but, she stepped out. Here's the thing: she never came back. No, of course not. That's why he's a little upset. I'm like, I get it. His behavior, maybe a little off put by it. At the same time, you're getting a text like that. Don't do it in the movie. You walk out. They give you. There's warnings before the movie comes out. 
Uh, I've seen there's warnings that tell you, hey, I, I can I can agree with you on that. But I also feel like it's a bit going into the extreme. Not really. I mean, a lawsuit for 20 bucks. No lawsuit. Yes. A little. Yeah. Yeah. Lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not agreeing with the lawsuit part. What I am saying is, hey, girl, maybe you should just step up. They tell you there's a video that tells you, hey, don't do it in here. Go outside. Agreed. I just believe the 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 response of the gentleman. Oh, no. It's crazy town. Okay, so this is a first date. Yes. First off. Yes. This is their first time going out together, and your name's going to be put out there yeah. when he, this all happens. He obviously does not care. <laughs> he's and all, I get that. He's all about I it. I get that, but you're going to be known as the guy who sued for 20 bucks yeah. over texting in the theater. Well, apparently he's- You think anybody's going to want to go out with you after that? Yeah, I don't know. There might be. There's, uh, there's probably there. a, there's, 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 There is probably women out there that are actually agreeing with him yes. 100%. But you're really limiting your pool. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, maybe that's what. Maybe, isn't that what you want, though? You want to like cut out. You want to find the people who would be wanting the view. Uh, anyways, yeah. His lawsuit, crazy town. Him being upset, I get it. I being upset, mind. yes, completely. Like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But I it's one know. of those things where it's just like <laughs> for twenty dollars. Essentially, to me, dude. it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, just chalk it up to a bad date. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. Like, okay, I know I'm never going to talk to this chick again. But are are you telling me that you're going to sue every chick that you have a bad date with? Come on. I think, well, I mean, it, during a mo- texting during a movie, maybe. Again, suing for it, though? Yeah. Eh, no, I mean, I would never do there that. There you like, go. Yeah, yeah. I would have asked her, hey, maybe you want to do that. Well, I would have been polite. I wouldn't have been like, hey, don't do that shit. I'm like, hey, can you? Is the next time you're going to go out with a chick and she said, hey, I asked for, for medium, not well cooked, and she's going to walk away, you're going to sue her for that steak? Maybe. I don't know. This guy seems like, like that kind yeah. of guy. Like, this person. Who resides in Texas? I don't think that actually matters for anything. I, don't mention he's in the United States. I believe that's his behavior. I'm not gonna. I'm like, yeah, his prerogative, whatever. I get that. I'm like, dude, for real. What it gets me is that apparently news outlets are showing that he's getting support from fans, and even James Gunn also says, "Oh yeah, why, why stop at lawsuit? Go for jail time." And I'm like, I don't think he's being serious. He's not. I was like, I hope he's not. <laughs> Like, well, because he's the dude is citing, yeah, I got James Gunn on my side. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I don't think so, bro. Crazy. I mean, I admit, I get upset when I see people texting, but then I'll go, hey, man, just take it outside. I'm trying to watch the movie. Your giant Galaxy S whatever is fucking taking up the screen. Right as shit. It's like, come on, man. I'll be, a per- I'll be honest, too. From time to time, I have texted in the theater. But I'm as discreet as humanly possible. It's not like I whip it out no. like, "Hey, everybody, look at my I phone." I got a text message. Well, actually, for me, I actually have a I have a smartwatch, and like I have it where it's automated. Like I can just press a button and you it responds. You are such a nerd. It's like, hey, it turns it on. There you go. <laughs> the only time I ever answered a thing like that was when I remember watching uh, a movie during the holidays, and it was two years ago, and my son needed, was being watched by uh, my niece, and she had called in the middle of the movie and I had stepped out and she basically said, Hey, something's going on. We need to leave. I'm like, yeah, but I walked out. I like, I looked at it, got up out of my seat, politely walked out, answered the call. Let me ask you something. I'm assuming that you saw this with your wife. Yes. Sorry. I was in the middle of drinking. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it is five o'clock somewhere. Got my, my uh, honey, honey bourbon whiskey. But yes, I was with my wife. How would you have responded if she said that I'm going to sue you for this? Well, would you have just given her the money right there and then? Just like, I would have said, "Well, we're here to, we're gonna. It's a call to pick up your son." So whoa, 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 whoa. Saying, why is it that when something crazy's going on, it's her son? Of course, that's how it is. 
Become a parent. You'll totally but of course, understand. But of course, when he does something that makes you proud, you're like, that's my kid right there. Actually, I don't say that. It's like, oh, I was po- anything. It's like, look at your son. Look at your son. You're like, I have no responsibility of that. No, no, I have responsibility, but I'm saying it's also yours. I'm not. When I say it doesn't necessarily mean it's not my child. I just say it's, uh, it's not. A, it's not a lie. Me saying, "Look at your son." That is, it is hers. I yeah. saw it happen. <laughs> I but know, yes. man. It almost feels like it's deflection <laughs> of responsibility. No, not at all. I'm jokingly, totally responsible. Jokingly, of course. Of course. Jokingly, no, but I took but... full responsibility for my child. It's like, yeah, yeah. Look what he did. All right. So yeah, that was the short one right yes. there. That's one of the short. Oh, ones. Oh my goodness. Uh, so... But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> People don't come on, man. Chalk it up. Chalk it up to a bad date. Do not do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Definitely call him out on bad behavior, but don't don't do that. It just, I, I'm wondering because if apparently there's attorneys involved in everything, and there's attorneys involved for a twenty dollars, like seventeen dollars like sixty three cents or like, something like that. Bro, come on, man, come on. I, how how far of an extreme are you gonna go just to prove that you're right? There's just some things that are just worth letting go. Like ah, fuck it, whatever. Chalk it up again. Chalk it up to a bad date. Yes, whatever. We're moving on. You know, quit using. Grinder, or whatever the fucking app you used to meet on this first date. I think if it was Grinder, they wouldn't. Oh <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not familiar with any of these things. I just, I just threw out a name. Is it Tinder? Is that what it is? Tinder. Tinder. Okay. I think Grinder is like the next extreme level. Yeah, is that, of that the hookup one? I know there's a there's Tinder, there's Grinder. You know, uh, College Humor actually put up a a funny Tinder conversations between people oh man like some of them are genius some of them are are just spot on like one guy actually goes into this long diatribe about how he'll meet the girl they'll go out they'll have dinner they'll fall in love they'll move into a house they'll have a kid he'll start being unhappy in the relationship he'll start cheating she'll start bad mouthing him wow like he goes into this long thing and we'll get a divorce and then we'll have custody hearings about who takes the kid. Or we can just hook up, I'll wear a condom, and we move on afterwards. <laughs> Phone what? number right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> did she pick up? She like, did, did she? Did she hey, man, she or? gave him the number. So oh, that's, anyway. a, that's a victory in itself. Wow. Uh, it's crazy. Okay. So, uh, well, I guess now that we talked about the. I guess the shitty thing that goes on with watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Let's go to the good thing, like actually enjoying, like the actual movie, enjoying Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, I know for certain I watched it. Emmanuel, did you watch it? Oh, definitely. Oh my god, did you like it? I did. I saw it the the opening weekend. Like we had recorded yeah. the podcast the, on Friday. Yes, I went to go see it Saturday. I watched it on Sunday, and I had home skill it before. Was it? So that was a great day. Was it? Was it Sunday? Sun, Saturday? I don't. One of the day. I watched it that weekend as well. And I threw actually I took my sister in law to see it, and I always gauge like these days because there's so many of these um, comic book movies or um, action movies or whatnot. These the kind of genre films that have been around for the last few years. Uh, I took my sister in law to see it because she's she was a fan of the first movie, and she's not a comic book person at all, and but she does watch these movies. And the fact that she enjoyed it is a great gauge for me. It's like oh, if a non comic book person can go into this and have a good time. And enjoy it. Yeah, then like, oh yeah, they did their job. And Actually, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I was talking to her. She she reads a lot of books and she'll read graphic novels yeah. as well. And I said, hey, did you ever see how Bane broke the bat? <laughs> and she goes, no. And we were at a bookstore 
believe it or not, they're still around. Yes, bookstores. And they had a graphic novel section, so I showed her the page of Bane breaking Batman's back. I didn't explain to her how it happened, because yeah. I, I do want her to pick it up and read it herself. But the one question that she walked away with was, how did Batman get better? Magic. And I go, it's Batman. It's magic. It's, Batman it's, it's, magic. It's, it's the magic of comic books. <laughs> and she goes, well, yeah, I understand that, but his back got broken. Yeah. He was in a wheelchair. How do you recover from that? And I go, extra hard training. We're talking about a man who, as a little kid, trained himself to be a badass vigilante. This is probably uh, a trip in the fall of life, but eventually (laughs) getting back up. And she goes, this is why I enjoy comic book movies because i can go in there watch it enjoy it and not give a shit yeah and i go but when it comes down to graphic novels you're just tossing the book to the side man this is a bullshit (laughs) oh from my memory serves me he had friends from like i forgot it was one of his uh, doctor friends who put a a chip in his back or something that made it better for i can't remember it was some weird hey they could have cheated and just been like oh yeah we threw him in the lazarus pit it's like uh, they're not gonna do that he wouldn't use that uh, he got his back broken. <laughs> yes, he did, but he wouldn't use that. Well, that's why he let he let Jean Paul, whatever used to be Ezreal, become Ezreal become Batman. Yeah, while while he was recovering. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, incredible movie. Absolutely loved it. Uh, I'm, you know, there's a part of me that is hesitant about going to any more Marvel movies. However, mm-hmm. because I haven't been disappointed with any of the Marvel movies so far. And there's a couple that I missed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've missed a, f- a couple of them. But there's also that that hesitant part of me. And, you know, b- blame my upbringing for this or whatever. But there's always that part of me that's like, this isn't going to last. What's going to happen? I'm going to come out with a movie that's going to just absolutely blow. It's going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. But I'm still going to go see them. Well. Because, damn it, they've been good. Well, I mean, you're never going to know until you actually watch it. I know. And if you're interested, you should go watch. If you're interested in something, check it out. Because you'll never, even if like a, that's how I view movies. So, like, I have a slightest interest. I'll check it out. You know, what, what actually drew my attention was the King Arthur movie. Yeah. I saw the trailer, so then I was like, this looks kind of good, actually. Oh, yeah. Guy Ritchie. I like Charlie Hunnam. Super good actor. Apparently, it's not doing well in theaters. Oh, it's doing terribly. But, which sparked a whole other conversation about, like, apparently he had been approached to be- being Arrow in the DC Universe movies. I heard about DC that, Universe, yes. And now he's changed his mind about it. And I'm like, well, I think he's been leaning that way regardless of whether or not King Arthur was doing well. Um, but I actually want, I'm interested in seeing that too. It's like, oh yeah, I, I like this actor. I like the director. Let's go for it. Why not? Trying to see what uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it's not it. great. Like they said, they they've gotten everywhere except the UK hasn't. I think it releases this weekend, like today or Friday rather, yesterday. Um, it's at a twenty-eight <laughs> percent. Yikes! But I mean, you know, there's movies I've watched that have been lower than that that I really enjoy. Yeah, right, right. And I'm like, oh yeah, I liked it. So it's, it's a fun movie. Um, but you know, it's a matter of whether or not you have a. If you have an interest in something, go watch it. And if you don't like it, you, at least you now know you don't like it. Right. Now you can hate on it with actual reason. Yes. You're like, oh, I watched it. That's terrible. I mean, I mean, if you're not interested in a movie, you're not interested. I mean, I'll talk trash about a franchise that I've seen only on FX or whatever it is on pay cable. Like, I tried to watch Twilight, uh, the first one, and I couldn't get into it. And then I tried to watch it again, and it wasn't halfway through until I realized it was the 
uh, comedy spoof movie. <laughs> I did not know that was. I'm like, oh, it's not actually Twilight. Oh, this and is why like, I can sit through it. Oh, because it was like maybe 15, 20 minutes in when I'm like, I don't think that's the guy. Holy shit, this is not that movie. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I finished it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Okay, I'm in. All right. This is great. The ridiculousness. Of the, the silliness. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I mean, if you're into it, you're into it. I mean, that's why, like, I'll go, if I see a movie franchise, it's like, especially with Marvel, it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think they'll ever make a Doctor Strange movie, and yet I enjoyed it. Yeah, I watched really it. I like, with it. I liked it. When I heard Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out, I was at Comic-Con. I'm like, why the fuck would they make this a movie? Because, you know, that's a franchise that's like, like, it was big in the 80s, It's I guess. And then I see it. And this is amazing. Volume 2 I watch. It's still amazing. Still I don't know amazing, if I, yeah. I don't know if I think it's better than the first one. I don't think it's it's definitely not worse. Like I guess they're pre- for me it's pretty even. Um, I've heard some of my friends online complain because it doesn't add anything to the uh, Thanos story, like how everything's building up for the Infinity War and whatnot. Yeah, but it's 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 developing character. It's doing character development for the for for the Guardians themselves, yes. and it was really good. Like ba- I can have Baby Groot uh, uh, all day know, long. I, I feel like. Batista's character, like he he took that role and he's like, okay. Whereas in the first one, it's more so of not knowing. Yeah. And in the second one, it's knowing and taking it to the next level. It's great. It's fantastic. He, the way he does it, it's, it's oh just, my god. Drax was such an asshole. Yeah. And there's a part of me that's just like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. God damn it. Oh yeah. He's not. He's not. Oh, really? Like I'm. I'm one of the most humble people in the world. Fuck you! <laughs> well, because, you know, that's how he is. I know. Very literal. And he believes himself to be that way. Like when he thought... <laughs> he thought he... Oh, God, I pictured us having sex. Oh, uh, God! No, I'll say he's like when he decided, oh, I can't kill... Uh, I can't defeat this. We can't defeat because his hide's too thick. I'm going to go on the inside and do it on the inside out. And they're like... That's not how that works. No, bro. no, it's just it's just as thick on the outside, yeah. <laughs> or on the inside as it is on the outside. That's not gonna, that's not gonna do it. You yeah. know, I didn't know Vin Diesel actually came in to reprise the role as yeah, Groot. Yeah, he's still Groot. They just changed the voice, right? So he still did all the recordings. Yeah, and they just altered the pitch I to make Groot. it sound like he, a little. Oh kid. my god, that Groot! I am, I can have like I said, I want that for my child. I'm like, no, I want that for me. I want my own little Groot, badass guy. I'm like, yeah, whatever outfit you want to wear, bro. Let's play then, some 80s rock. And then if you actually stick around afterwards, you do see the oh my teenage God. Groot. Do you want to deal with that? Oh, I guess. That's part of life. That's part <laughs> of life. I did like the stingers. I mean, for anyone, I mean, it's, it's two weeks after the movie's out. Do, are we good with spoilers? Yeah, we're good at okay. this point. Well, if you didn't see the end, man, you missed Here, out. Let me put it to you like this. It's number one in the theaters for this second week. I'm pretty sure our <laughs> listeners Please. by now have yes, watched it. Yes, if you watched it, you uh, hopefully a lot of you watched the stingers at the end because there's five and they're pretty awesome. I like that they, the what you see the watchers and that Stanley essentially like I think Jim Gunn had said that he is indeed one of the that, watchers. That was the the he's the watcher for Marvel because he's the guy. I'm like, right. oh, that explains why. Let me tell you about the time I got uh, roped in as being a FedEx guy. It's like, oh yeah, because he's in all these movies, and technically, I guess that leaves it open to the idea that they could still do a crossover with the the 20th Century Fox crew. And Sony, or if if for whatever reason 20th Century Fox ever loses the licensing yeah, for it, they can still have that in there. They can still have that in there. Yeah. Did you hear that there is a slight chance that the Avengers and X Men can come back? Because apparently Fox was fucking up enough where they're like, it's like the Sony deal. No way. Yes, there is a chance, although slim, because those X Men movies still make money, but critically not great. Well, I would have thought that 
based off of what they did with Logan, they would have been like, oh, we're on top of the world right now. We don't need to worry about any yes, of this. Yes, but that's one out of three movies. That one of the three characters, like, well, of that franchise that worked out, really. Let's be honest. The first two. Second one is better than the first one. Oh, but, definitely. Yes. But, dude, you spent a lot of money on this. And the first class was good, too. I love oh, yeah. first class. Yes. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I think they've. It's the idea that the because of the timeline so convoluted in the X Men universe, as far as the cinema movies go, that you know. I mean, they've had tra- time traveling moments, so yeah, yeah, it's just like it's it's getting fucked up. It's, it's like it's come a on, clusterfuck. Guys. Yeah, you're it's right. like how do you fix this? But anyways, but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. If you haven't seen it, oh my god, it's super good. Uh, Kurt Russell was really good in it. Even when they, I know a lot of people are opposed to the CGing, making people younger, which I mean, I get it because people understandably saw, so because you know people saw. You know, Tron Legacy and Young Bro Bridge, or Jeff Bridges can be a little scary. I'm like, well, that's the best we got, man. That's like, that's actually amazing that you're able to do that. It's also scary looking because, you know, CG real person can be really frightening looking. Hmm. But apparently what they did with that, they said the technique was that they just put a lot of makeup on him and any touches they needed to do. Like it would be yeah. minor stuff, yeah. essentially. And he looked really great. And I was very, like, I had friends who were not happy how they how they made Ego, like, kind of like this. I would... I don't like to use the word villain, but for God's sakes, he's almost a god, essentially. Of course, he's going to have these ideals. We are but ants to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you'd do that. You never apologize. As a person, you don't apologize for destroying an anthill. That's what we are to him. But I thought that was awesome as far as the story goes. Yeah. No, he did such a good job with that role, too. Also, but it it was kind of weird because he had like that weird like late 70s, early 80s look. And then that's the look that he shows every time he runs into a sentient planet, like a planet with like like the races. Like when he's showing, oh, yeah, I went to planet to planet to meet these people. And I'm like, why is the very similar to your Earth outfit? Really? <laughs> yeah. To every planet you went to. That's what you look like with your 80s or 70s, 80s hair. Really, dude, you look like a the extra from uh, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High <laughs> and you're hitting up all these planets. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I thought they did a good job with that, and then um, kind of tightening. I never thought about how the character Nebula would have felt as far as like why she's so angry. It's because well, you know, because every time she lost to Gamora, she got a piece of her removed, her, her removed, and put cybernetics installed. And it's like, oh, oh, she lost a lot. Yeah, a lot of times. And it, there's even that part of her that, despite everything that was going on, she still. Loved her sister. Yeah, she wanted her sister to say hey. Because she wanted a sister. Yeah, she wanted she un, she of all other, she knew that Gamora was the only other person who understood what she was going through, and you know she <laughs> Gamora didn't reciprocate. I'm like, oh, is Gamora the bad one in this? She, she kind of is, kind of terrible. But again, it wasn't necessarily no. that she wanted to do it. It was just this was the position that they yeah. were put into, and they had to survive the best that they could. Daughter Thanos, that's what you do. She, it's like you. They they kidnapped or they were kidnapped and then put into this scenario. So I'm kind of curious to see where this goes in the future. I mean, I guess that is your little bit of Thanos right there. Yeah. Because Nebula is just like, all right, I'm gonna go kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, by all means. Yeah. And maybe she'll make a a su- surprise appearance in in the Infinity War where she doesn't kill Thanos, but she fucks him up something fierce. I hope so. I hope that it's something like that where like you don't see her throughout the entire movie and then she shows up for five <laughs> minutes and just just something. Like, so, like, oh, God. Oh, on, Thanos. Oh! On, on that stolen reaver ship. It's like, it's the start of Thanos' downfall. Yeah. And it's her, because of her. She did one thing 
that just totally sets the tone for yeah. the rest. So yeah, I'm hoping. I'm I'm really excited about Infinity War. Can't wait till that comes out next oh, year. Ne- yeah, I believe it's next year. It's next year. And we still yeah. got Thor. We still got yeah. Thor this year. Ragnarok, which I'm all. I I saw that that was the trailer that we had uh, for that. It Likewise. looked really good. It looked really good. I was like, dang, singing on the big screen. And it's one of those things where I'm watching this. I'm like, oh man, all these things are gonna start making sense now because you know there's that stinger at the end of Doctor Strange. So I'm like, hold on, that means Thor has to get his hair grown back. And I don't know how long. I don't know how long it takes for Asgardians to get their hair long again because he, you know, cut his hair. My sister-in-law was very vocal about how good-looking he was. The, you know what's funny is that actually came up in a conversation for Mass Effect with my buddy. With my buddy, so we were playing part two, and then we ended up playing part three. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "By the way, Jack, if you if you don't know who it is, look her up and look up the the images." Uh, Jack growing up her hair the way that she did in six months because it's the six months yeah. after the DLC is bullshit. <laughs> I go, there are Mass Effect relays, there are characters that can like there's essentially psychics. Yeah, and that's the thing <laughs> you're upset about. That you're upset about that she grew her hair out that long in six months. That's what you question. Wow. Well. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I totally get that. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's what you're looking at. Yeah. So, I mean, with an Asgardian god, who knows how? We don't know the physiology. No, I don't. That's why I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe god. he'll grow his hair back really quickly. I don't know when he gets his hammer. If he gets another hammer, because you see the trailer gets destroyed. If he gets Mjolnir back, does his hair grow back? I don't know. I know he's gonna go and talk to Doctor Strange about finding uh, Odin and his brother Loki. Speaking on Thor for a little bit, I actually was. I, I like to just watch random videos on YouTube. Uh-huh. Just, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. And one of them had popped up of the Big Bang Theory. And oh. Had, <laughs> and it had one of my favorite lines. It's, it's the episode where the guys go out to do photo shoots of no, Star Trek. Well, no, they're not doing – well, they end up doing that, but they're going to Bakersfield Comic Con right. in their Star Trek outfit. And the girls start reading Thor. Yes. And they get into this huge conversation, and by the end of the episode – they're talking about how Red Thor was able to pick was up. Was he worthy? Uh, to pick up the hammer. <laughs> yes. And and Penny goes, like, it's off screen because, like, it's yeah. just the guy's listening in. And Penny goes, but is he, you know, he's not worthy. And Bernadette goes, you don't know he, his you life. You don't know his life. Yeah, I, I love that. bawling at that line, just not just because of she, how, what she said, but how she said it. Like, yeah. she was, at this point, they were mad. Yeah. They're about arguing. The They're having literal, like, nerd conversation. I, I was just cracking up at that. You don't know his life. Yeah. Yes, we yes. do now. Yes. We know it was General Thaddeus. Yes. I don't know if Thaddeus was worthy of picking up the hammer, but Well, whatever. they usually have, like, you can, uh, I believe there's, like, a, a Marvel page that explains all the times that Molnir was picked up before. And there's, like, they give their bullshit reason. You know, like, uh, Odin saw what was going on and, like, removed the blessing the enchantment enchantment that's the word i want to use the enchantment of it so they can pick it up that's how superman was supposedly Uh, able to pick up during the crossover and then uh ultimate in the uh in ultimate avengers the hulk was not worthy but he was strong enough to do it because it broke every bone in his arm to to, to swing it and hit it thor with it's like oh okay it happened it had its repercussions yes it It has but you know the only person at that point could have done that is the hulk because his healing factor is very fast Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah he picked him that's why he could do it um 
But, you know, there's very – I like that episode because they talk about it. He goes, he's not picking up the hammer. He's just touching the strap. The strap isn't part of the, the hammer. hammer. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Or the conversation was it because uh, of uh, if someone were to pick up Thor and he's picking up the hammer, does that mean he's worthy to pick up the hammer by transit and property? And they're like, okay, wait. And Penny goes, hold on a second. So if a guy picks me up. And then picks up another, another girl. girl. Have I yeah, picked her up too? too? Have I picked her up too? Did that happen? Who are we talking about? Thor or are we talking about me? <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, I find that funny. Like out of all the Marvel uh, objects that are out there, I find Molinier the most interesting because it's like, huh, am I worthy? Can I pick it up? No, I'm not? Okay. I know everybody would like to think that they're worthy. Oh, I know I'm not. Everybody, Actually, I'm pretty certain I'm not. Everybody is like the protagonist of their I'm own like, story. Not me. I'm like, no, no I'm not. Of their own that. life. I'm like, uh, although there is a there's a um, member of the nerdist group, uh, Kyle, who is like their resident science guy, and he explains how, by definition, picking up you can't. Or I'm sorry, it's the you cannot. Uh, those seem worthy can wield the power of Thor. Uh, but in theory, you could technically pick it up, just not hold it by the handle. Like, it's a weird, like, semantic. It's like, oh, so I could pick it up by the mallet part. Or if it's on a table. Yeah, I should be able, I can lift the table, but I'm not actually wielding it. It all started with a conversation. I guess there's a video online of um, Kylo Ren using the Force to pick up um, uh, Molinier. But Thor grabs it and hits him with it. I'm like, well, then how did he, how did he use the Force? And I'm like, technically, you can still touch Molinier and move it around, but if you're to try and grab it and ha- use it the way it's intended, you can't do it if you're not. I'm they. waiting for that ultimate crossover. <laughs> the Star Wars, Star Wars, and Marvel it's crossover. It's probably going to be in a comic book form before we see it in a movie. Oh yeah, easily. I think you and I will be in our fifties before that finally. It's going to be this weird, like, oh, it's you know, Star Wars, dude. If we can see ten or not ten, uh, Star Wars, like. Uh, let's see, we're at nine. Out. Let's go with, I'll say 15. If we can see Spock use the Vulcan nerve pitch on Wolverine, <laughs> we can see a Star Wars Marvel crossover. Yeah, why not? That's all in the family now. Yes, it's all in the it family is. now. It is. I'd be and all they, about and that. And they need Patton Oswalt to write the story. <laughs> oh, God, his reds. Because to this that, day, that is still an awesome story to me. I don't know, but visually seeing it, I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if that rant, that is a great rant from Parks and Rec when he goes to that yes. whole thing. Oh, so good. But I'm like, I don't know how this is working. Let's just leave. Let's just just go down. Uh, Well, it made me laugh. Talking about this reminds me of that another episode of Parks and Rec when they're towards the last, in the last season, they talk about Game of Thrones and how they have a crossover where something happens with one of the characters from Game of Thrones and Jack Sparrow saves them. And uh, Parker, um, not Parker Posey, um, Leslie Nope says, wow, that series has really gone off the rails. And I was like, <laughs> it's like in this season, and like her husband goes, read the books, it'll make a lot of sense. I'm like, no, that does not make sense. <laughs> but seeing uh, Star Wars characters show up against the Avengers, i.e. I. the Asgards, yeah, 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 go it's for totally it. Totally doable, yeah. Let's make that happen. Uh, just throw in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizards, space wizards, whatever. Right. We got it. Done. Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet is the extension of the Force. <gasps> oh no! Eh, I'm just hey, I'm spitballing. You know what here, okay? though? You know, I'm just realizing that if Star Wars can cross over into Namco's Soul Calibur franchise, why the fuck not? Right? Why not? Yoda is now trying to get rid of the Soul Blade to make sure that everyone will not be killed by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars Avengers, make it happen. Ezio hop and skips like what two hundred years into the future. It's crazy town. Come on. That, 
Darth Vader's although, trying to get the Although technically that, that game didn't necessarily have a story mode to it. So eh, it was just, re- I mean, it, it was has... just a guest character, but still. Well, they have they have endings, like you no, see. No, not, not on that not on that one. Yeah, it does. That's how I know he, what happens to the Soul no, Blade. The the ones with Yoda and, and Darth Vader do. Okay. Oh, the you mean with, oh you mean the other characters? Ezio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that one didn't have ending. That one had a story mode to it. That was only for Sophithia's kids. Which I thought was bullshit, by I the way. I was like, eh. That's that's laziness right there. On well, your I mean, Amco. come they, on. They got the characters. They throw them in there. No, no, don't get me wrong. I as far as throwing the characters, that's all well and good. But one of the things I always like to do is beat the game with characters so I can get their endings. So yeah. there's a little bit of a story to it. And what was really cool about Soul Calibur is that everybody had two endings. Yeah. So it was a quick time event. Sometimes it was more than just pushing one button, yeah. but it was really cool because like, oh, they have two endings. Yes. Mm. That's how they started the series out. Every character had two endings. Uh, those were the days. Yeah. And then they, they were like, let's just make this one large story, which, by the way, sucked. Hated I mean, that story. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, long story short, Speaking if you haven't watched Guardians of the Galaxy, watch it, please, for God's sakes. Pause the podcast. Go watch it. Yes. Come back to the podcast and unpause it and, wa- and listen to the rest. Yes. Because it's such a good movie. I really liked it. I had such a good time. That soundtrack was killer, too. Uh, did you hear that the apparently the Walkman that they originally used for the first movie was broken, so they needed a replacement, and Sony couldn't find it? Like, they didn't have <laughs> any more? Because, you know, that's super old and right. dated. No one has it. I don't know why they couldn't go on eBay and try and find one. Probably because uh, it was, like, overly expensive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, know it's, I know it's a Sony wallet, yeah. so it's, like, fucking whatever, but that, even Sony was looking at this and, like, this is bullshit right now. Well, here. I mean, the walk, their cassette player... They didn't die out that long ago. Like they still were making them, which is kind of crazy. Uh, what, like five years ago? Is it's something they like that. Like, ended, something like that. It's some. It's a lot closer than you think it is. Like it's not as far. It's not as been discontinued as far along as you think it would be. But they couldn't find it anymore. So the one they had was a prefabricated one. Like they had to make it, and that's also one of the reasons why the Zune is in it. I was. <gasps> I died. At that, For anyone dude. out there who does not know what a Zune is, that was Microsoft's chance to say. Fuck you, Apple. We don't need your iPod. We got the Zune, which I almost got on board with. I did. I did. I, I completely did. I was on board with until I actually what it was is I was picking up my Xbox 360 Elite from Circuit City. Circuit City was a retail store, kids. If you don't know what that was, it's a store that got destroyed, whatever. Anyways, I was going to buy it there on launch day, and this kid had a Zune. I asked him, hey, I heard you can transfer tracks to a friend. They How's can, it? They can How? listen to the tracks like three times. Yeah, and that's what I was like, three times? Fuck that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Never mind. Not interested. But even then, that was kind of cool in, in the sense it, The of, idea of it is great, but I'm like, three times? Not in, not into it. And then, you know, this is before MP3 players were all the, like, as they are now, and iTunes wasn't as big a thing, or streaming services weren't even around. Um, but yeah, uh, when I saw the Zune show up at the at, in Guardians of the Galaxy, I just started laughing so hard. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe there's a Zune. They're actually this. doing this. Holy shit. Yeah. And like his headphones were different. I'm like, oh, I was like, and that almost got me when his headphones broke. I like that he mentioned, goes, "You shouldn't have broken my Walkman and killed my mom." I'm like, <laughs> I think. Oh, when he turns into Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was so good. It was so good. If you're if you still haven't seen the movie, what are you doing? Pause I know. And go watch it. Go watch it. Don't get a Zoom. Do not do that. Listen to any music, any way, other version you can. Th- this is. Uh... <laughs> This is Marvel Szechuan sauce. Yes. That's what this is. <laughs> Pretty much. And now everybody's going to want it soon. Oh, Zune. Ugh, so bad. I heard, uh, was that I saw this article that Marvel didn't want, or Marvel, Microsoft didn't want the Zune in there, in that movie. Like, because, you know, 
that's one of the items you made that didn't work out. You had a Zoom, bro. Yeah, I had a Zoom. We, you know what it was? It was because it was it was cheaper than an iPod, and it was thirty gigs. So even like the earlier ones, like the early iPods, or at least the iPods that I was able to get my hands on, were not even of that size. And so it was inexpensive. Yeah. It was thirty gigs. I got to use it as a portable hard drive, which thirty gigs at the time was really good. Yeah, this is early two thousands, I'm assuming, because that's that's huge then. That's nothing now. But you know, it also had its its defects physically, as far as oh, you know, this and oh, the switch here. Yeah. But it was also really cool because you can also hack it. Yeah. So my buddy actually had it set up to where the screen was the Final Fantasy VII loading screen. Oh, that's cool. Where it's it's the sword and it's waiting yeah. for it to like load your game. Yeah. That's what the background was. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, if, if you actually took the time with it, you could actually even do a whole bunch of things with it. But as far as a physical item, yeah, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> I like it. You'll see how uh, was he, when he gets it, he goes, oh, uh, Yanu knew you'd come back to the fold, so he wanted me to give this to you. It's what all the kids are using. There's like 300 songs on this. 300 songs? <laughs> oh, my God. What gets you know that made me wonder. Hold on a second. You are in a spaceship in another galaxy far from Earth. How did that show up? Well, not just that, but how do you not have the ability to listen to music from anywhere? How is that not a thing? Well, it's probably because of the fact that it's not something that they're even introduced with to begin with. But still, music's around something. Someone's broadcasting somewhere. Right, but you can like, pick up signals it, but, from but Earth. You're talking about like completely different galaxies. Or at least different quadrants of the galaxy. They probably have their own system. I mean, one of the one of the questions that was brought up during Guardians was, how the fuck is he listening to this if <laughs> yeah. these people didn't have any idea what this technology was? Maybe. They had music. I'm not saying that they didn't, but they had their own devices to play music. Yeah. That were nowhere anywhere close no, no, to no. what this was. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. Why doesn't he use that? It's like, why are you still using a cassette player? That was his mom's. Like She gave it to him. It's like, that dude. was a gift. I mean, he should have took better care of it because he sure as hell did it in the second movie. Uh, that wasn't his fault, though. A little bit. He, he was a like restrained. He knew that what was going to happen when he got in that fight. It's like, oh, put this out. But anyways, yes. Uh, can't sing enough more praises about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, something to hold us off to until Thor comes out. Ragnarok. <laughs> he's a friend. From work. He's a friend from work. I'm like, oh, my God. He had the Hulk, uh, not the Hulk, the Planet Hulk outfit on. Oh, so excited for that. I, w I wonder if we're actually going to see a World War Hulk. That'd be, that'd be pretty sick. You know, I remember when they had that pre Marvel uh, or Disney had that presentation of all the projects they had going. And like in a far off TBA section was Inhumans. And uh, was it Spider-Man, I think, was on there. Wasn't and, Inhumans uh, with another and uh, with oh, another studio? No. Actually, it was always theirs. It was always theirs. It was okay. always theirs. It's because oh no, you know who I'm thinking? I'm thinking uh, it's the mutants. Namor. Oh yeah, Namor. It's because it falls. Namor falls in that weird. Hey, he's in the Avengers, but also technically he's part of the Fantastic Four, and yeah. all. This. It's like he's in the gray area. Yeah, he's in that weird area. Um, but they said it showed Inhumans, and then World War Hulk was in there. I'm like, oh, I love that story. I don't like how it ends, but I love that story. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting times, exciting times for, for Marvel Cinema Universe. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to, but. Oh, uh, well, yes. Yes, yes. But we have a timeline. We know. All right. So. W you want to get into the 
Well, you know, news? there's actually one more thing I wanted to get into before we get to the next one. Also a short one. So yes. uh, last podcast, we talked a little bit about Lincoln Park. Yes. We talked about how Chester Bennington came out, said, get the fuck over hybrid theory. Well, I mean, he said, I, I actually saw, with the caveats, I, with I saw, caveats I saw a meme, actually, which was really funny, where somebody had posted a, a picture and he goes, Chester Bennington said, I'll get uh, to get the fuck over hybrid theory. He's like, all right. I'll get over hybrid theory when Linkin Park actually makes an album just as good. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of fucked know, up man. there, dude. Uh, Meteora was a pretty solid album, and it's like longer and more mature. I, I saw that, and I just started. But laughing, yeah, no, you know? I get that. I I get it. But there's like kind of like when you say when we say that, like no, there's a whole conversation that leads to that. Like he's like, oh, like we mentioned in the last podcast. Well, the, the reason I bring it up was because the Fine Brothers, who have their React channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. They showed Mike Shinoda. Yes, reacting to fans reacting. Watching the uh, teenagers react to Linkin Park. And his responses were actually kind of spot on to what we were saying. Yes. As far as music having to change and having to evolve. And one of the things that he said that that resonated, like, oh, yeah, that makes absolute sense. He said, uh, in the end, which is one of our more popular songs, even the pop stations were playing them. Yeah. If you were, if we were to try to release anything similar to that today, we would get, we would get, they they fucking just wreck us. Yeah. He goes, in the end, in two thousand is great. Yeah. In the end, in twenty seventeen, maybe not. No, 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 no. I mean, because you know, music has to evolve. And then, funny enough, he was talking about their first single, uh, Clo- uh one step closer, one step closer, yeah. which was he's like, by the I love way, that song. He goes, by the way, that was directed by a porn director. It, I can believe it. I was just like, huh. <laughs> well, because the outfit is weird too. Because Chester's got like this, or is it? Is it Chester, or is it Mike Shinoda? One of the two has like face paint on. There's like Japanese Asian imagery going, like kung fu fighting. The yeah, background. Shaolin fighters. I'm or like, something. what like, is? But they're like painted on. on. I'm like, what is this? But th- I love that track. Oh man, hearing the guitar riff in there. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a cool start of it. Is like it's the guitar riff that really gets it going at yeah. the beginning. But yeah, so there was that, and I was, I, you know, they're talking about a lot of the things. And I'm just like, he's hitting on everything we've said. Well, because you know, he's in the band. He knows. Maybe Shinoda listens to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Mike Shinoda, if you do listen to a Word Vomit podcast, which I doubt, but we are totally going to tag you in this. Yeah. You know if what? you listen to it, yes, write that down. We're going to tag you on it. And as I always do in every podcast, hey, if you're in the Bay Area, come down. Bring the Transformers that Randy wanted to see. Oh yes, that gold uh, sound wave. Generation One. I uh, I just want to see it. The one that says LP on it. Maybe you know if you have an extra one, I'll gladly take. I don't know. I don't. I, You'll I buy just it, dude. See it. I know you. Yeah, I, I know. know I can't afford it. it. That thing's expensive as shit. I can't afford that now, man. I told you I have my car work done. Can't do that. But if you want to come, Mike Shinoda, if you want to come down, or maybe trade. You got some so, cool stuff in here. Uh, I, I'm sure he can get the same. Uh, he can get the same stuff I have. Uh, but if you just want to come and hang out, I'd be all about it. Come down to my house. We'll feed you. Bring the family, playing it's your. Crazy gr- to think that that dude is like forty years old. Now. Is he four? He's forty now. Ugh. Come down. Maybe we can uh, have you do a be a guest spot on uh, on. Uh, oh my god! I, uh, what is your band's name again? <laughs> I can't like, forgot. What was it? It's Cholo Bar Mitzvah. Cholo, Cholo Bar Mitzvah. That would definitely get the band back together. Oh my god! Right hey, he's gonna play guitar for us. Well, shit, do it. Oh man, I'd be losing our shit if Mike Shinoda said, "Hey, yeah, listen to the podcast." Hey, next time we're we're in the Bay Area, we'll look you up. Just oh, fuck yeah, come on down to East Bay. We'll I'll feed you whatever you need. We got taqueria down the street. We'll do that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're actually no, that's the time when you ask your mom to make some tamales. 
You bring him in here. Oh, here we go with the damn tamales. Yes. Again. Well, I remember them being really good when I saw you perform. Um, but yes, it's good to know that Machinota, you know, he has he shares the same views that we have. That's pretty yeah. good. Well, good. he's he's roughly our generation. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. That's funny. I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, the react videos of him reacting to kids reacting to his band from, like, you know, almost 20 years ago. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, Are we going to the sad part? About, we talked about the happy and the fun, uh, but we got we to gotta touch bases on this one. Sad times. Sad times. Chris Cornell. Yes. Of Soundgarden. On Audio, Audio Slave. Audio Slave. And his own solo project. Well, and his brief stint in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was he? Uh, yeah. I, I thought that was. Uh, wasn't he in there? No. No, it wasn't no. him. It was another artist. He was also on Jane's Addiction. Why can't I remember his name? Dave Navarro. No, I, I think that's who you're thinking of. Yeah, I think you're right. You are correct. I think you're. So. I think you're thinking of Dave Navarro. Um, would have been cool, I think, but uh, unfortunately passed away this past week uh, due to suicide. Which is Ugh. fucking crazy, because we had, like on the last podcast we even talked about suicide. Yes, we, we I did. mean it was it was basically off of the topic of thirteen reasons why, yes. but it was still a topic of discussion. And I'm not gonna lie, I did the same thing that I did when Lemmy from Killmash, uh from Motorhead passed away, was look to see if it was fake. Yes, I was looking for news articles that might have said like, oh, it's fake. Uh, you know, certain artists would like, I, I love that they would tweet like, oh, so supposedly I died this morning or something like that. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case with Chris Cornell. And there is a possibility of of why it happened. Uh, so Cornell was taking, uh, I think it's called Ativan. Yes, it's the anti-anti-anxiety medication. Now. You've ever seen those those sex pills commercials on TV where they'll be like taking this uh, possible side effects is this, this, this and that. It's in that same league. Yeah. I feel like that's almost any medication I see. Any pharmaceutical medication you, like that you may can lead take. to like I, I've seen it where, you know, obviously it's the anti-anxiety medication may cause anxiety. I'm like, why the hell am I going right. to take this? Like I'm trying to avoid this altogether and you're telling me it'll double it? Yeah, come on, guys. There's, that, there's the percentage chance of that. So he was taking Ativan. Yes. And it's 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 a sad story. It's really from, sad. From what I've been able to gather, I'm not saying that I have all the answers, but from what I've been able to gather as far as the news articles that I've been reading, before his performance of the night, he was actually tweeting back and forth, direct messaging with his wife. Yeah. I believe No, like, no. No, I'm not sure. They were actually on the they phone. They were actually talking. Yeah, the article I read, they were on the phone. It was they're actually they're actually talking and she started noticing that he was slurring his words. Yeah, he was a little off. He was a little off. And she asked, baby, what's going on? And he goes, I think I may have taken an extra Ativan or two. Which, if you don't know, one of the side effects of Ativan is depression. Yeah. And even suicidal thoughts. <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit. You're telling me that I might even think about killing myself by taking this? That shit's in, like, this is supposed to be, like you mentioned before, yeah. this is supposed to be something that is supposed to be curing my anxiety. Yeah. That's going to, like, triple it for yeah. me. Fuck, why am I going to take this? And I get it. He's dealing with a lot of stuff. When you're yeah. a musician, you, you hold yourself 
to a particular standard of performance. Oh, yeah. And Soundgarden, because this was when Soundgarden was soaring, held a pretty high demand of themselves. They were one of the first, if not the first, grunge bands to be signed to a major label. Oh, yeah. Before Nirvana. Oh, my God. I mean, Nirvana, I will say, put it on the map. Yeah, they're like the, they were the... But Soundgarden was a forefather of the grunge movement. Yeah, yeah. If that was even a movement. Like, they were the, like, a lot of people think the grunge movement, they'll think of Nirvana. But me, I always think about Soundgarden, because they had such a, like, he had such a great sound. Like, he could wail and also have a very, like, he could legitimately sing. Like, he could harmonize his... Hearing him sing Black Hole Sun, I was like, oh, my God. And his voice is so unique it is in that, so too. good. Like, everybody can hit the same notes, but everybody has their own sound yeah. to them. Like, I think a perfect example is Billy Joe Armstrong. When he sings, he has a unique sound that I yeah, haven't you heard know anybody it's him. else. You know it's him. Yes. Um, Kurt Cobain had it because he had that, like, this rustic yeah. croning voice when he sang. Um, and Cornell had it because he can do a tenor or a bass Mm -hmm. and if he really wanted to which he did he can do alto and even soprano oh my god he he was a legit like a legitimate singer yes you could put him in almost anything and he can sing it right right and man i remember got i got to see him twice and the the funny thing the funny thing about it is it was never specifically for him he was a bonus for the entire show for me. Wow. Like, I was like, I want to I wanna go to this because I want to see that. Oh, Soundgarden's going to be there? Fuck, sign me up kind of thing. And I, I, I posted this on on Facebook on my own personal page because it, it, I, I I know we we're trying to get people to you know like our pages yeah, and yeah. subscribe, but this was more of a personal thing. What's your story? I didn't want to make it sound like I wanted to use Cornell's passing to yeah. try to drive up no, no. stuff for our show. Uh, and I feel like even me talking about this is a little bit therapeutic for me. Yes. Um, because, again, I'm going to say it, I'm a rock guy. Yes, I grew up to this stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, I got to see him the first time at Project Revolution, which was Linkin Park's annual show. They yeah. had their own show. Yeah, That's, no, I know. They got I, big really quick. Yeah, no, I know. I went, I went to I saw them. I saw them at Shoreline. Project and, Revolution, uh, was that the... See, well, they did. They've done it a couple of times. They did it a few times, yeah. Because I saw it when it, the lineup was Lincoln Park, Snoop Dogg. I think that was also the one with Sayosin. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. my friend, actually, one of my friends has that poster. She actually went to that show and bought the poster. Yeah, I, I went to. Really that. I don't remember which year it was, but I went to that one and I was like in the tenth row back. So I was. But yeah. Anyways, I was yeah. the one that uh, had Cornell as the co-headliner. Oh, that's awesome. And this was after Cornell had just split with Audio Slave. Yeah. And. I got to uh, sit down for Coach Ice, but we had to leave after. Ugh. because. Well, no, hold on. Because that event was being sponsored by Champ Sports. Okay. And one of the store managers was supposed to hand out meet and greet passes to the other managers of, of said district, yeah, yeah. of like whatever they're. But he just took them and ran. Oh, that dick. Yeah. Dick move, man. But his dick move... Made it so that I can meet Mike Shinoda. Oh, okay. Because he, he's like, I'll give this to you for 25 bucks. Here you go. Wham. Mike Shinoda, giant fucking nerd. I love you for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but when we went back to our seats, uh, they uh, Lincoln Park was performing Crawling. But right before they did, they introduced Cornell. 
Oh, did he have him sing So with Cornell it? actually performed Crawling with oh, him. Oh, my God. His voice was so good on that. Oh, man. And then the second one was uh, a couple of years back. It was somewhat recent. Was when he performed at the Bridge School Benefit. So it was him playing guitar, playing tracks like A Burning in My Hand. Oh, yeah. And uh, Blow Out the Outside World on an acoustic guitar. Oh, my God. That's been so awesome. It was incredible. And Pearl Jam, which Pearl Jam does a lot of the Bridge School benefits. Yeah. They, they, they're about that. They're all they're about all that. They're all about that. Because they were there, we got to see Temple of the Dog. Oh, my God. Temple. Like that, we we didn't see that coming at all. It didn't register in my brain. I'm like, wait a minute. I just realized he was in a lot of like, I would say the word super groups, but like hybrid groups. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's what is a super yeah. group. Yeah, it's I like mean the, essentially, but, yeah. but Temple of the Dog actually has roots before Soundgarden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came before, but it's they like, came before. what do you think about it? And then <laughs> I think it was like in '96 they came back together. So I oh, guess you man. know what I guess in this case it wasn't a supergroup since they were a band before. Yes, they were, but like I would say because of how they were, how how it ended up, how that group ended up. When you see their powers combined back together, like damn, this is like a supergroup. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Like holy, like, this is humble beginnings <clears throat> for them. Yeah. Holy shit. And oh man, I, Temple of Dog, you bring memories back. Fuck. And I'll, I'll be honest, I thought Soundgarden is great. But it was really Audio Slave for me. That's what really, that's what was my, my main education in what Cornell could do. Because you had Rage Against the Machine that had their very, very unique sound yes. teaming up with Chris Cornell, and you got a completely different sound. You still had the sick guitars going on that you would hear in Rage Against the Machine, but it was applied differently. Yes. And, and it applied so well. For me, it was. Uh, like a stone oh, that's a good from one. their first album yeah beautiful song and the guitar solo that tom morello pulls off on that one just so complimented it and if i recall correctly i think it was last year audio slave came back together for a show yeah actually yeah if i read it correctly and then to find out that it was a fucking pill that did him in What's sad, what's sad is that how it all broke down because his wife, you know, called his bodyguard that actually had administered the medication to him, but the hotel wouldn't let him in. Like, he had a key, but I guess it was locked. Uh, there was another added security and he couldn't get in. Um, so he kicked the door down, and then he had to do the same thing to Cornell's bedroom. He couldn't get in, and that's when they found his body. And it's like, oh, that's so sad. Great bodyguard, though. Like, I mean, if you think about it, he just kicks like, fuck this shit. I need yeah. to get to him. We're 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 gonna do everything we can to save this guy right now. That's what a bodyguard should do. Yeah, exactly. And he he exemplified that. Yeah, fucking like, kick the door down. I was like, that is not. I've been in enough hotels to know that is not an easy task. No, it's not. <laughs> and he, the fact that he did that was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they couldn't resuscitate him, and how they found it, it's just really sad. It's just uh, sad times all around. And you know, I was thinking about it, and of course, again, we know it was probably a side effect of the Ativan, But I was thinking about he had a beautiful wife. He had a family. Yeah. And I know that he had struggled with drug and alcohol. I mean, it was the scene. Yeah. It was the rock and roll music scene of the oh, 90s. Well, especially that grunge scene, man. Heroin was all the rage. Yes. You, yeah. Like, a lot of those bands used heroin. And it's shit that's, that followed him for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he was dealing. He was dealing with it. Yeah. And I was just thinking, what what, what could cause you to decide to want it in and all? And it was a fucking 
pill. Yeah, medication like that. I mean, it's just that. I mean, obviously, there's probably more things going on. We don't know for certain, but it does. You know, it it does look like that. It's like, come on, yikes. <laughs> Which makes me want to go back a little bit to the last podcast. Yes, because despite how we project ourselves to other people, yes, or how other people project themselves to us, you know, going going back to that. Big Bang Theory yes. lying. You don't know his life. You don't know his life. You don't know his life. You don't know what he's done. <laughs> Yo, we don't know what everybody else is going through. And everybody likes to wear a mask. Yes. Of everything is fine. Everything is okay. Hey, how's it going? Oh, everything's good. Because you don't want to come off as either A, sounding weak, or B, burdening other people with your problems. Yeah. And that's understandable. You know, everybody, if anything... By you doing that for the latter, not the former, you understand that everybody has their own problems to deal with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is worth talking to somebody about it. You know, just, just sit down, man. Got to tell you, been having a really, really rough couple of days. Yeah. Couple of weeks. And you'd be surprised just how being able to just vent like that yeah. can help you out. Like, you're just, you let it go. I was talking to somebody at work. Um, and we were talking about the the political climate of where we're at in the United yeah. States right now. Regardless, of, all, regardless of whatever, <laughs> wherever you fall, liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, or whatever, you got to admit, we are in a really, really, you know what, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, fucked up situation right now. A little now. bit, a little bit. I mean, don't get, don't get us wrong here on Word Vomit. We are for whoever you believe in. Whatever you want to believe in, that's fine. We're cool with it. We have our beliefs. We're not going to push it on you, per se. I just think, hey, man, be a cool person. But things are not great in this country. Right. Still a great country to be in because there's other countries I know. Like, you know, my family, they came you know, they came from the Philippines. It is still technically a third world country. It is not a great place, per se, in comparison to here. What we have here. Yes. You know, first world problems, a lot of it is here. I mean, I heard, I overheard someone try. I think you might have saw it. It's totally like a little, a little off the topic. But I was went to get gas while I was trying to get my car worked on. I was getting pump, um, getting gas for my wife's car, and this guy tries to use a photocopied version of his light of his. You ID. posted about this. Yes, his ID. It was photocopied color, mind you, and laminated. But he was trying to get buy cigarettes and tell the guy, "Hey, man, I lost my ID. I have a photocopy. Is this okay?" And the guy's like, "No." And I'm like. Yeah, because it's a photocopy. It's a photocopy. So we, but, she, um, she ends up coming up to me because our where I work, we have to have the news on, but we have another television. So wait, we have you have to have the news on. We have to have the news on, but we have another television, and we have that playing music. We have it playing like smooth jazz or something. And she comes out, okay, and she talks to me for a minute, and she goes, "I am so glad you have that on there." Because I come out and I see everything that's going on in the news. Da, 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 da. And so we're sitting there and we're talking for maybe about 10, 15 minutes. And right before she leaves, she says, by the way, Emmanuel, I, I just want you to know, I feel so much better after talking to you about this. And I was like, yeah, because you were just kind of holding on to it. You yeah. saw everything that was going on and you, were, you weren't necessarily bottling it up. But where can you project this? To? Yeah. Where can you talk to somebody about this? And now that you're able to. You, you have a little less weight that you're carrying on yourself. Oh, yeah. Everybody has their own weight to carry. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't ask for help. No. When it comes down to that. Cornell 
as I mentioned before, to me, I thought he was doing very well. He was still touring. He was 52, but he was still very active. He's 52 years old? He's 52 years old. He does not look 52 at all. Exactly. That's what I mean. He, He looked like he was taking very good care of himself. But the things that he did when he was younger were still getting to him to the point where he had to take anxiety medication. It's not an easy thing. Whereas instead of taking that, just being able to talk to somebody is very helpful. Yeah. Just and and not and when I say talking to people, I'm not saying instilling your beliefs, whether it's religious, religious or political or anything. Just being able to say, "Hey, Randy, mm-hmm. I uh, been having a rough day. Just craziness going on. Work sucks. Mm-hmm. Just being able to do that. I'm here for you, bro." And not everybody has that. No. So. Also, I just want to say, not mean her up here. We're not, I'm not, at least, uh, I'm going to say this now. We're not against anyone taking medication for whatever anxiety. No. We're not saying that at all. But it does, I mean, the fact of the matter is. There, there are the risks. There are risks for that. And it's just really tragic um, it, 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 and unnecessary for some things like this. What I will say is that there are hotlines out there yes. for people that are dealing with with stressful situations. Uh, last episode, we talked about the suicide prevention lifeline. And I feel though, be- feel of, of what has happened recently this past week, even if it was more so induced by a pill, mm-hmm. is still worth mentioning. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and put the number, and I'm going to make sure I put the number on the description of this of this podcast as well. Uh, that's gonna be like the first thing on there. It's yeah. gonna be the number before we actually put the description. Yeah, they're gonna wonder. People are regular listeners. Goes, what are they what talk the about? What the fuck is going on? What's going on there? So check it. You ever feel like there's a lot of craziness going on to the point where it's just like you start thinking about self injury? Before you do that, check out the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. It is completely free. There is no charge to you. It is completely confidential. And it is open 24-7. You know, I even recall there was a a hip-hop artist that actually churned the phone number into a song. Really? Yeah. I can't remember which artist did it, but it's, it's essentially him... Just saying the phone number. Are you sure? Like, would, like I want to. It'd be great if you found out an artist like LL Cool J did that for the suicide prevention hotline commercial. Like he's just rapping the number. Logic, logic. Oh, really? Yeah. Logic announces <laughs> new song one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and it's a song, and you can actually pull it up on YouTube. I I don't want to laugh because that's a very serious thing. But I, that I is awesome. Yeah, I think we're laughing because that is a cool thing. Like, holy like, crap. Hey. It's it's a very po- it's yeah. a positive laugh. Yes, it's a positive. It's laugh. not like I'm making, making fun. fun. No, I'm not making fun at all. I'm just like, wow, that's great. And let's let's remember everybody, mental health is real. Yeah, there. Oh, are, easily. There I are, mean, there's no. I don't. When I'm, it's not magic. It's not a myth. It's a legitimate thing. There's chemical imbalances in your head that that dictate your your attitude or how you respond to things and. That's all real. That's things that you ultimately don't have control over. People will tell you, oh, just man up or something like that. But the fact of the matter is you can't. You you have to actually talk to somebody. You actually have to go get help. And it's something that is definitely worth investing your time and effort in. Yeah. 
If not for yourself, for your loved ones. Yeah. So, again, one more time. That number is 1-800-273-8255. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Open 24-7. Free. You don't have to worry about having to pay for your own health. And completely, 100% confidential. So, use it. It's it's a resource for you. Make sure you're using it. If you feel that you need to talk to anybody because life is rough, that's a very good place to start. All right. All right well, we just about hit the hour mark. <laughs> I feel like we're always ending on a downer, at least the last two episodes. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say down. I hate to use the word downer, but yes, it is sad because of the reasons why we have to talk about it. A down note, I guess. A down note, say. yeah. Yeah. But no, I appreciate. I think that's really awesome that you that we, you know that we talk about this. I mean, we give the number. Again, that number is oh 1-800-273-8255. <laughs> now I want to hear that rap. We'll play it after the show. <laughs> I want to hear. It. Can we put it at the end of the? Can we put like a part of it at the end? Will we get in trouble? Maybe. Oh I, I come on! Know. I don't think they should let us get in trouble. We're we're promoting anti suicide. <laughs> I'm not. I, I will, I'll find out. I'll find out. Actually, um, we should put it on there, or at least we'll put the video on if our any, YouTube page. If push comes to uh, shove, I can always edit that in at the very last. That's what I'm saying. This. No, that's what I'm saying. Can we put it in at the end? Yeah, so that you guys can listen to to Logic and his suicide prevention hotline. Exactly. Song. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? We're not making any money. No, no, we're not making anything. At this point, we're nonprofit because yeah, you know we're, we're completely non-profit. nonprofit. Nonprofit. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'll I'll uh. Just add it in. Just add it in. Okay, we got that. Yeah, definitely do that for for everybody. <laughs> I still think that is the coolest thing. He actually made a song. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, hopefully we'll have Sean Vander back on the next episode. Yes, he'll, hopefully he'll, he'll finally he'll, be able to get you down. Uh, for Randy Kings, myself, this is the Word Vomit, pro- pro- uh, Word Word Vomit, Vomit podcast. podcast, part of the Word Vomit Productions umbrella. And what we mean by that is because we have other things like the YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribing to that as well. Make sure you're liking us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep. Thank you so much for listening in. Randy Kings, any last words? Uh, Be cool to each other. Stay shiny to each other.